Okay, so now we're, we're really getting into the meat of the Phantom of the Opera story. So in the original, the Phantom makes some demands of the new owners. He wants his usual box seats, his usual attendant, and he wants Christine to sing a big solo or something instead of some other lady. The new owners completely ignore the Phantom because they don't even think he's real, so I kind of can't blame them. And then the Phantom kind of goes from 0 to 60 and fucks their shit up immediately. Sorry for that coarse language. I'm kind of trying to get in the mood here. So the Phantom uh, fucks up the singer's voice and makes it croak, which seems like kind of a fitting punishment. You know, that one of his uh, things he does, I kind of get it. You know, he wants Christine to sing the solo. They have this other singer do it, so he makes her not sing very good. That works, you know. Uh, Then he drops a chandelier on the audience and kills some lady. Let me just repeat that. He escalates from making a lady's voice sound funny to dropping a goddamn chandelier on a room full of people, and he kills some lady, crushes her with a chandelier. So apparently the lady he crushes also just so happens to be the lady who is going to take over as the box attendant for his box. Box attendant sounds like a sex toy. Anyway, I already kind of don't feel a ton of sympathy for the Phantom. I mean, you mess up someone singing, and sure, and it's kind of petty in like a weird way to do it. But then you crushed a woman who's guilty of taking a job. This is probably just some lady who needs a job, and the Phantom uh, feels fine just crushing her to death. What the hell? I mean, I've been in a situation like this. I've been in a parallel life situation, so I can identify with the lady who got crushed. You know, and what I went through actually happened, so it is much worse than being crushed by a chandelier. So, like, I used to make pizzas, and I replaced this guy named Ray at the pizza place, which is kind of hilarious in New York City, because all the pizza places are famous Rays or original Rays or whatever. But this guy I replaced wasn't a famous or an original Ray. He was just a Ray. That's even what his name tag said. It was a Ray. A Ray. So anyway, you know, even though Ray wasn't a special Ray, apparently he was really good at making pizza. And I was really bad at making pizza. Because all that I heard after I got there was about the great and powerful Ray. After I started, all I heard about, you know, was how I wasn't living up to his legend and how, like, the stuff on the pizza was ending up on the counter on the floor instead of on the pizza. And then you're not supposed to take it when it ends up on the counter or the floor. You're not supposed to put it back on the pizza. I couldn't do anything right. You know what I mean? So people mostly were unhappy with my replacement. But, like, nobody came in with a shotgun or dropped a chandelier or, like, a pizza, pushed a pizza oven over on me. They just said, like, hey, asshole, and stuff like that. So I guess, like, the point of that story is sometimes you end up absorbing the consequences of somebody else's bad decision. In my case, I was absorbing the pizza shop owner's consequence for his bad decision, which was hiring me. So, I mean, maybe it was a little bit my own consequences, too. So maybe I'm not absorbing anyone else. Maybe this is fine. Okay, so 
I think the way we're going to work this out in the story is Phantom, the rapper, is talking to the new theater owners. By the way, David Allen Greer, I'm told, will put on a ton of weight if he gets his own song. Uh, if I don't write in a song for him, he's not willing to put on the weight, but he will wear a fat suit. So either way, he's in. Um, so Phantom sends a note to the new theater's owner's pager, and he says he wants a certain bartender working that night, and he wants his table open for him, and there better not be anyone sitting at his corner outside the theater. Phantom was, like, known for being at the same corner after all the shows, right? That's where people would go and hang out with him, and probably they would stand around like a big barrel of fire. Because what says urban life more than a barrel of fire and a bunch of guys around it, right? So, of course, the owners say no, maybe even like, fuck that. That'll help the kids enjoy it. If it says fuck, they'll feel like it's transgressive. And then after the show that night, they find a dead person on Phantom's Corner who was smashed by a car. And get this, it's a really cool Cadillac with chandeliers mounted on the hood, like that one guy from Escape from New York had. Um, that way we get our chandelier reference in there. Um, but, you know, it's not exactly the same. It's a little bit modernized, a little updated. It's perfect. Another way of saying this is that I've come up with the perfect solution. 